Annyeong, and welcome to Hallyujuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 65, P.D. Won a Hat. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Juku. I'm Petey Rave, uh, sounding the best you've ever heard me, uh, and the best you will ever hear me for at least maybe, what's the cost of this? About four or five years, uh, I'm going to say. Is it, is it the PR40? I'm going to say it's four or something. Something like that. Uh, so some considerable amount of time. Uh, here with me, as always, no matter, just at the, just as good as you've ever sent, heard him here, uh, ever, uh, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing? I mean, Kaz? I could, I could get closer to my mic, but then I'm also closer to my camera. So this sounds better, but this is not aesthetically a pleasing for the people watching. And yes, I said it wrong, so I'm not going to go back and, um, just own it. Mistakes. Aesthetically a pleasing. That's just, that's, yeah. it becomes your word. It, it, you mm-hmm. may, that's how words are born. People say them. I'm calling Webster right now. We're putting it in the dictionary. Yes. Right next to yellow. So. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how the alphabet got the dictionary. No, I, I, it's in one of them. It's in one of them. I don't know if it's Webster, but it's in one of them. I, I think they're pretty, I'm pretty sure they're alphabetical. But moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, it's another fantastic episode. A little odd episode, uh, but it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, as always, with every edition of Juku. we start off with what's new with each other i've got a lot to talk about but first i always check with you kaz kaz what's new with you <sighs> nothing uh i've just been catching up on all the korean shows and dramas that uh i should have been catching up on and we should have been t- talking about for this show but we haven't because there's just been a lot of other things going on a lot of news a lot of things um Next week we're gonna have a big discussion about about the show, the technician. So I'm catching up on that. Pretty good show so far. Uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So, but catching up on that and catching up on just kind of some of the other things I miss, and then uh, music because music. this show is essentially about the music. It's all about the music. Uh, mm-hmm. What music has caught your attention this week? So this week, surprisingly, there was a few things that caught my attention. One of them being um, this acoustic live version of a song by uh, Molly D, which I'm I'm pretty sure we had on the show before. But I just thought it was like a really cool uh, kind of thing just to kind of see him do like live uh, and and and. of course, it has the trope that me and PDF talked yes. about time and time again of you're watching it happen. Oh, oh no. What? Are we watching music be made? Yeah, we're watching, we the, uh, <laughs> we're watching the sausage get made, you know? Yeah. But other than that, I still thought it was pretty fun to see because it is actually something that they kind of did and composed semi live uh when they when they did this so it, it it's kind of a fun cool little jam out thing that it looks like they're doing which has way more production than any kind of jam out thing ever does <laughs> but you know yeah. uh i, I don't know i just thought it was fun i thought it was cool uh molly d is kind of growing on me as a rapper and I, I i just wanted to include it yeah it's a it's a really cool little song that uh a little cool little, like uh performance video uh yeah, and I like I like his style. And I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about him before. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and you know, I definitely liked uh, what I saw of him. Uh, but moving on to a song that uh, I temporarily forgot about, and I probably would have included, but I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and introduce it. So we're getting more from um, MFTB, MFBTY. Uh, MFT, MF My fans <laughs> better than yours. Or yeah, uh, fucking busy. So this is a song, you know, um, Yumi Ray, uh, Drunken Tiger, JK, a, um, called Bong Diggy Bong Bong. Bong Diggy Bong Bong. <laughs> yes, it is a silly title, but it is such a fun song. Um, and I'm so glad we're getting more from uh, MFBTY, like Yumi Ray, Drunken Tiger, and, and Busy. Like, it, it, it's just so much fun. Yeah, like freaking tasha is, is just the best like just as a rapper and as a singer and like just as a personality and like freaking uh tiger jk uh is just awesome and hilarious and like the song and what's really cool it's like they talked about how this uh this is off the 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 album they're going to come out with called wonderland uh mm-hmm. how they said that it's not really a a, a rap project not not strictly speaking a hip-hop project it's actually like their reinvention of k-pop like like they wanted to make a k-pop record but their way and and you know this is less a a strictly rap song and more of a you know like a a pop track or party track and they they basically like all you know they basically like owned it (laughs) and it was it's just this is just a fantastic banger like this is just a freaking awesome fucking awesome banger like it's just so much fun to listen to and like dance to and like just bump on your headphones like bang and like you know freaking doing the doing the the lazy dance. I love uh, they did a hashtag interview where uh, Tiger JK is like, well, I came up with choreography with this. You know, it's got it's got some really nice choreography. It's like, it's like <laughs> and like and, and yeah. Tasha, of course, being being sitting there like choreography. We talk about choreography. <laughs> you talk about, uh, it's just a fantastic track. Uh, yeah. Like I just, I just kind of want to sit and just listen to it again and again. It's, yeah. it's such a, I, I, I think this is going to end up being an album review on Hollywood. Like we're going to end up talking about this. I might, I might, depending on how, when I listen to it, depending on how the, the quality is, I might, uh, I might include it in, you know, record breakers or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. if, it, if if it's as good as some of this stuff, and it, you know, we we I can't predict what the guys will think, but uh, but it would definitely be something interesting to discuss on that show for sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, we could talk about that forever. But we talk about some other cool songs. Another yeah, let's person talk about we some love. other stuff that I got uh, down here on this list. Our boy, uh, me and PD, we we have a, a love affection. For Zion T, and there's new stuff from Zion T. Uh, Zero Gravity uh, from Zion T, released earlier this week. Just Zion T has its best, you know, that R&B sound that he has, the fun kind of um, just, I don't know, like, it, it, it's a fun aesthetic that that he has, that kind of he has alone in that Korean music scene. Yeah. Uh, really kind of artsy video, but it's kind of what you expect from Zion T. So if you're not ready for that, <laughs> it, it, it can catch you off guard. Yeah. Um, but but Zion T is definitely somebody, if you're kind of into Korean music and you're always kind of looking for that next thing to kind of learn about and 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 kind of find appealing zion t is really really good for that yeah like it's just such a chill track 
Like it's such a chill, cool, smooth, like, uh, track and kind of you can feel, uh, the feels. You can feel a little yeah, bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit of Zionty's feels, uh, which, uh, similar to the other track that he, uh, released previously, uh, Young Hua Bridge, I believe, uh, which was another kind of cool, like, you know, mood track, kind of a moody, I don't want to say moody, but like, you know, kind of like chill, uh, you know, low tempo, kind of a smooth track. And yeah, it's it just, uh, everything we love about Zion T, like in, in his, just his style and what he contributes, uh, to other people's tracks and what he comes up with on his own. And the video is really cool. Like it's, it's relatively simple. It's not, not a, not a, uh, complex video, but an interesting video, just like a simple, uh, you know, imagery, simple, just one person, another yeah. person, same room, you know, it, it, it keeps it simple. And I think it does it effectively. Definitely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, me and Petey have a kind of this, this weird thing where we really like Zion T. He, yeah. he can never almost, he, he, he's at the point where he can not do wrong in our eyes. Yeah. So it's hard for us to kind of ever find something <laughs> bad to say. And yeah. we're always kind of going to have the same points when it comes to Zion T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check out the song, the video. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. But last but not least, what do you got? Yeah, so I, I wanted to include some boy band stuff, and uh, I, I was looking kind of for the names we know, and uh, I came across Hot Shots, uh, Midnight Summer. I, I remember, I, I think I know Hot Shot, but I was just like, uh, do I know them or not? And I just couldn't remember, and I didn't have time to look up yeah. uh, if we had stuff from them before. So this is Hot Shot, um, Midnight Summer, and I've somewhat actually enjoyed this like i, I kind of liked the beat it, it reminds me of something and i've been racking my brain as to what this beat reminds me of but i just cannot think for like like i just can't i can't think for my life what it reminds me of this is it, it has a really cool i think it has a very a cool a very cool club sound very cool mm-hmm. like, sound that i think is uh reflective if you want to be kind and if, if you want to be mean you can call it derivative but it's still a fun, like of like what's popular now or at least pop has been popular kind of a of the club tracks and the kind of the the anthemic or anthemy in our terms uh mm-hmm. club tracks uh that that have been popular uh but yeah it's done really well and it, it's, it's a cool track uh you know i i, I don't know if this is going to be on my my go-to list but it's a cool it's it's it, it, it's done well it's done really well midnight sun uh some really cool tracks uh but yeah some really cool tracks all right so i've been doing a lot <laughs> yeah as you can tell uh i'm not in miami <laughs> what uh, I'm knocking things over. I'm also uh, just just uh, for anybody who's worrying about my financial situation. I did not buy all of this. This is uh, I'm currently in uh, Oakland, California, at the house of one Justin Robert Young of Night Attack fame. Uh, I'm in th- I'm in the I'm in the, the the studio, the fame studio that you see in Night Attack, uh, and this is leg two. This weekend is uh, WrestleMania weekend, of course, uh, for you know, all the crazy indie wrestling stuff that that we're going to cover. Uh, part of all of this travel is why this episode is going to be a day late. Sorry about that. 
Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. But the main thing and the thing that uh, concerns us is South by Southwest music. Uh, mm-hmm. So a couple of cool things like uh, so we're going to get into like K-pop night out in Japan night during our Kali Juku talk segment. Uh, so I'll leave that to there. Uh, but a couple of like cool things that I want to throw up. I got, I have a new hat. <laughs> there was a giveaway happening, uh, at the K-pop night out where you like tweeted a picture of yourself with a bunch of this gear from, from, uh, moon rock news, uh, rock being ROK. Uh, and you know, the, the lady Hannah, you know, if you've seen her on, uh, law of the city, New York, she's a friend of Ailey, but she also is, uh, a stream teamer, a street teamer for a moon rock news. Um, and they were doing a giveaway and like, you know, my tweet got favorited. And then like Hannah was in the middle of the show, like saw me and like go, Hey, 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 you know, you want a hat. Like, what? <laughs> uh, what? I, I, what? I, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We said that, you know, if, if your tweet got favorited, you'll win the hat. Like, Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, which one do you, which one do you want? I was like, uh, I want that one. And I go, and I pick this one. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it's, uh, it's by, let me see, Profound Aesthetic Company. Apparently that's like a, like a legit street, uh, streetwear brand that's, you know, doing things. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fun hat. Uh, other things, I went, and while I was in Texas, I hit up an Asian market. A much nice. better Asian market that I could find, uh, that could, I could ever find, uh, in Miami. Uh, and I bought a, I, I have a bag full of snacks. Uh, I have a lot of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I also have, uh, chapagetti, which is, if you know, it's the kind of the, the ramen version of like, uh, jajangmyeon. Uh, yeah. which I got to try and it was, it was pretty fun. But I'm going to try one snack while I'm this before we get into our music. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to use, I'm going to pull from this, uh, you know, in, in every week episode, I'm going to pull one thing from this bag of snacks. A very and, uh, TMS kind of. Yeah. I'm ripping off to the morning stream. But you know what? No, we're not ripping off. We're, we're, okay. We're in... paying tribute. Yeah, tribute. Tribute is a good word. Also, a pretty good song. One of the only kind of tenacious D songs I actually like. You want to fight me about it? Yeah. You can meet me on Twitter. <laughs> meet me in the At streets. King Cavs. It's right there in, right there in the corner, right under. I think it's their only song that is listenable. Let's go. <laughs> that is debatable. Uh, but, all right. So, the first one that's caught my eye, I'm going to try out, uh, is simply called Jang Ya. As mm-hmm. in, it's, it's awesome. That's just, the name is, it's awesome. That doesn't describe it at all. Uh, I can't quite find, well, I can't quite read what it is. Ingredients, I see a lot of fun ingredients, but you know what? I'm not going to spoil it for myself. I'm going to op- open it up and try it out. That's a good smell. Mm-hmm. Get a sniffy sniff. Now, now you you have to you have to kind of go through this whole description because you got to remember there are people who probably only listen in audio. Yeah. So, so what's really interesting? It comes in a little bag. It's from Cosmos, uh, the company. Uh, it's a little guy giving a thumbs up. You got these little. You know, you can see the the enlarged to show detail picture of the snack itself. 
Uh, it has a picture of a sunflower in the corner, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that's uh, that plays into the flavor. Uh, it looks like a little cup. Oh no! You know, it looks it's a little little circle. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of ridges. <laughs> Are we describing sex toys? <laughs> food. Sex toys or food? Sex toy or food? There you go. There's a segment. There, there, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down on the on the on the idea board that I can find here at the Night Attack uh, headquarters. Sex toy or food? <laughs> yeah, they, you know what? They could have that segment yeah. if they want because that would get really dark here really quick. Really dark. <laughs> uh, but let me try this out. Has a good crunch. Mm-hmm. Is like, all right. It's crunchy. It's chippy. It has this this overall like taste that reminds me of like kettle corn. Mm-hmm. Very similar to kettle corn, at least that type of sweetness. And overall, there's not not really much other flavors. Other than the kind of a general, like, corn snacky. Okay. Pretty good. All right, moving on. Other cool things that caught my attention this week. Another Korean Girls React video. Um, Petey loves these. I love these. Uh, Specifically, I love me some... I love me dimples. Uh, My girl, Dimples... uh, the star of this show, the star of all of these <laughs> videos, uh, this is the love of my life. Uh, the one I will marry, uh, as soon as she gives me her cacao talk info. Um, Korean girls react to one direction. <laughs> uh, yeah. and it was, it was kind of fun and interesting. Like, uh, so let's do the, let's do the, for those who don't know, oh. One Direction, no, I, I don't know who doesn't know, because <laughs> One Direction is a British pop boy band, uh, very much in the decline uh, to the boy band, you know, uh, if you're listening to this show, yeah. um, except they're British. <laughs> uh, yeah. And apparently they're also buttery. <laughs> Which, yeah. which threw a lot of people off, and uh, at this point, a lot uh, made uh, our boy uh, S.W. Yoon, uh, American Trend, uh, uh, put a little some captions to help out with his translations, uh, which it meant like greasy or cheesy, you know. Uh, but but it, it was a it was odd hearing him seeing him say they look buttery. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's fun. Uh, not a lot of not a lot of highlights from a girl. Well, a few highlights from my, from my girl, Dimples. Uh, but overall, some fun. It was it was fun seeing them react to the new stuff and realizing that they knew it, and then seeing them see the debut video, like them think, oh, I don't really know these guys. Then them playing the debut video, like, oh yeah, I know that song. That was my ringtone. <laughs> like, uh, like I I almost I almost had the same re- not the ringtone part. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I never had a One Direction ringtone. Only T. I might be a mark for boy bands, but I never had a One Direction ringtone. I want to put that out there. Um, 
but I almost had a similar reaction in watching this because uh, that that first v- video that they showed, which, which I guess is a kind of a newer video from them, I, I, I hadn't seen One Direction since like their kind of initial debut or whatever, because I only ever hear them on the radio in the car and like kind of in passing and things like that. They're not really a, a group I sought out. So like seeing them here, I was like, man, what? they got like facial hair and and they're kind of creepy and like what the hell is going on uh so like i I, yeah i had this really weird reaction that like made me think like have they been around longer than i think they have (laughs) 12 what's going on here (laughs) and then and then you realize we're aging and then yeah just get sad um but yeah, it was interesting. There's not much to say other than it was another fun video, uh, another fun, you know, more fun reactions. Uh, the it's a what a waste of spaghetti. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, more fun moments. So go check it out. I want to keep supporting this channel because they keep putting out pretty good stuff. Uh, but uh, I don't want to. All right, so not to prolong this. Go ahead, check out the video. It's an 11 minute long video. We're not going to spend 11 minutes talking about it. Um, no. We got music to talk about. We got music to talk about. This is a music show, ostensibly. Um, we got a lot to talk about eventually, but, uh, Rat Monster, once again, trying to make us like him. Um, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I think he's working on me. I, I, I think, I think he's, he's winning me over. Uh, Rat Monster put out a new track, Do You. Uh, yeah. his like, just be yourself anthem. Uh, and, it's 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 actually pretty damn good like the the beat is cool and interesting his flow is really good the uh like the lyrics if you if you've looked them up translated are really cool and interesting and like uh a little bit more like stuff that he can speak to <laughs> like just the idea of you know, you know do you be yourself you know the idea that no. The certain things aren't considered hip hop enough is ridiculous. Like, uh, you know, everybody just has their own style. Uh, but, but I, I want to know, Kaz, wh- what did you think? All right. So, so I will, I will generally agree with you on everything musically. So now we've been, we've been kind of keeping these points, uh, so to speak on, on, on these releases from Rat Monster, right? Um, He's kind of had his try hard. He, he's had his okay level one. This is the one I put in the, the category of this is hip hop. Fucking this is him making that statement that I can do hip hop. This is the one that I wanted. This is the one that I've been waiting for. This is the one I wanted to see if he could do. And he did it and he did it well. Um, because this is not, this is not, oh, I'm with Warren G. Oh, I'm with, you know, and that I'm, I'm over here with Yumi Ray and them. Like, it's not, you know, even though he does have a cameo in that other Yumi Ray video that yeah. we had earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is fun. But, uh, this is, this is kind of the song that I expected from him. Now, the other thing I want to talk about, uh, yes. you know, th- for the visual aspect of our show, right? This, uh, uh, this video doesn't shock us, but this could be a really shocking video for kind of the Korean standards. Yeah. Especially considering he's in a boy band, like in an idol group. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I don't know. It, it, I, it, it's, it's a wonder that they're kind of letting him 
take these kind of risks mm-hmm. uh, for one it, it's it's a lot of shocking visuals a lot of you know uh, interest you know a lot of things that might uh, offend some uh, one thing that I do uh, find offensive uh, he's he's the fact that he's another dude in k-pop that does not know that that's a side address microphone <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> seriously stop t- singing to the top of that thing I know, you know, I get it. You want to have the old Tammy microphone, but you sing into the side. You see where all the greats are? That's how your voice gets through. Uh, but that aside. One step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> one step at a time. Um, it, it, I think it, it, it works really well. Like the style of it works really well. Uh, the song of it works really well. Um, and, but yeah, the, the, I think, it's interesting that they're giving him that much leeway. Uh, they must really, really trust him and his and his fan base. Uh, well, I, I I guess in a sense, you can look at you, and, and this becomes our our kind of our control in a, yeah. in a sense, right? <laughs> you always kind of go back to Zico, right? Zico has carte blanche where he is, you know, because he can do tough cookie, promote tough cookie, you know, and, and that hardcore boasting and some of the other hardcore things that he has also released and turn around and go promote her, you know, and, and promote, you know, the boy band in the same week or whatever. And for them, it, it is almost two separate things in, in that sense, you know? And I think they're taking that very similar approach here where it's you, you go do that. That is you. That is only going to be representative of you. This is not going to be representative of Bong Town. Yeah. Um, and, and almost to a certain degree, even when, even Bong Town's in, in, inception is more inclined to what to what Rat Monster is doing now than what Bong Town is doing now. Because they yeah. kind of lightened up and went more boy bandy than what they kind of though what they their original concept they, was. They, though I wouldn't say they were in any way edgy. I think there was like it was like uh we're 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 you know we're rebellious teenagers and parents don't still understand. <laughs> and it's like parents know. where they were more like that more than this but yeah i mean it, it it's definitely understandable like uh it, it it is cool to kind of see somebody that has the the talent and drive to kind of be a central creative force and for himself and his group being given that kind of leeway uh for 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 all that we can credit uh him for all that uh so it's interesting i, I will i say the one uh last thing i'll say that uh, the progression with me with Rap Monster, you know, the Warren G song was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The the uh, Awakening was like, okay, okay. And then, like, this song was like, okay, all right, okay, <laughs> okay. So yeah. I, I think I, I think that's basically, I think, how I can sum up my, my journey with, with uh, Rap Monster. This is still a dumb name. Uh, Rap Mon. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but speaking of really cool hip hop, uh, we have a release from a really cool, interesting rapper, uh, by the name of P type, mm-hmm. uh, 
P-Type is somebody that I've seen uh, a couple times before on on different occasions. Uh, appear in different tracks, uh, and I think a couple of ciphers uh, that we... Yeah, yeah. I think a cipher or two or whatnot. Uh, but this was a, a you know, he, uh, you know, and, and here and there. Uh, this was a, a track that he released like just a few days ago, I want to say, like six days ago, uh, yeah. this week. And it's, for one thing, uh, you know, a couple of notable things. It's a really cool track with an interesting beat. And, and you know, P Type just has a really cool, like, really uh, interesting flow that kind of draws you in. And the other cool thing is that it features a very kind of out of nowhere, uh, cameo or feature, uh, feature spot by the Barbarettes, who we're going to talk yeah. about in our Holly Duke talk segment. Uh, almost kind of like, you know, he, he wanted a beat that has that, that old school soul sample and mm-hmm. he decided to, to just create his own old school soul sample and get get himself an old school uh korean soul uh you know sound group to do it for him in korean uh which was kind of, which is kind of clever uh kind of a clever way to go about that um but yeah this is a, this is a really cool track uh what did you think Kaz? Um, I don't know. I found it, I found it really interesting as well. Like I, I, I liked a lot about it. Like I loved the, I loved the kind of the hook and stuff by the Barbarettes. I thought that was, was really cool. Like I, I liked that a lot. Uh, it, it, it caught me off guard when I first heard that, yeah. you know, yeah. um, but I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, and I will agree with you about all the things that you said about P type. His voice is really interesting. It, it, it pulls you in. I, I kind of love the simple complexity of the video as well. Yeah. Um, it just, I don't know. It's, it's really simple, but there are some, comp- there are just enough complex elements, complex elements about it to make it interesting. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes along with the song rather well. Like it, it it's not like a, a vocal for shot kind of thing, but it just kind of goes along with this feel and this vibe that the song is giving you. Yeah, the, the, um, kind of that I thought was really the, cool and really interesting. The, the kind of the feel of like him uh, rapping about his come up, uh, you know, kind of the 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 struggles he went through, or it's you know still going through, just as a as an up and coming rapper, uh, and it's just done really well, and uh, it's just a really cool track. Um, all right, so. Last but not least, uh, mm-hmm. another tr- another cool, interesting track by an artist that uh, I've liked before. Uh, they just kind of, I guess, just dropped a couple, like, I guess, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, more or less, yeah. Yeah, and I just got a chance to check it out, and I dug it. it it's a, a K-Will uh, with mm-hmm. the newest release, Growing. Uh, and it's a kind of, you know, a quintessential K-Will joint, kind of a smooth... Uh, emotional, uh, ballad with R&B elements. Uh, it's got your boy from, uh, the Reply series, uh, I believe from Reply 1997. <laughs> trying to remember which one he was in. Um, no, it was probably 1984. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Uh, <laughs> I could look it up, but who cares? Um, 
but it, it, it's a cool sound. It, it's it's Cable's voice, which is uh, it's just fantastic. Uh, tried and true, tried and true. Uh, you know, he's been he's been around the business for so long, uh, and has been successful for good reason. Um, it's just a a really cool song. It's it's just kind of really smooth and uh, really kind of like it sets a good cool mood. Um, what what did you think, Cass? I mean, K. Will is the fucking is the ballad singer of ballads right now. You know, like yeah. um, he he can do no wrong when he does what he knows how to do. Um, and this is just right up his alley. And he fucking and, and I mean, it's a ballad. It's a fucking singy song. So to say he kills it, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But he kills it. <laughs> uh, uh, he 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 does really really well. Um, I I thought the the video was kind of standard cutesy uh, uh, emotion in every other scene kind of thing. Yeah. Like there's some parts that are just way too like too emotionally attached for me (laughs) just (laughs) in the video. Cause it it swings so hard for sometimes from scene to scene. Um, But, but I, I still kind of enjoyed it and liked it. But the thing that I'm here for is K will and (laughs) uh, the K will parts are what I enjoy. Yeah, and uh, it just does it so well. And the, the, yeah, like you said, the video is cool and interesting. Kind of, it's it's more or less uh, standard fare in, in a lot of spots, but it's done well. Like it's well executed, it's well shot. Uh, but yeah, it's just you know K Will's voice. It's all about K Will's voice. Uh, it's just so fantastic. Um, yeah, you, you just can't go wrong with it. Um, it's just a fantastic track. I think that that's it. That's it. We want to finish up the uh, what's new segment so we can get down to the nitty gritty of what we're mm-hmm. talking about. So we're gonna have a nice, fun how you juku talk segment on yeah. the flip Join side. Us, will you? Won't Join you? Us. Will you? Will you? I made the same joke twice. It's okay. Yeah. Hollyujuku talks. Uh, so, part of the whole thing, uh, like we said at the top of the show, of, of PD kind of being where he is, is he uh, went down to Texas, went on down to Texas um, to take part in South by Southwest um, Music Festival. Um, and part of going there was uh, the Japan Night Out and the K pop uh, part portion of uh, South by Southwest, which is essentially getting bigger. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it was, it started out relatively small and it's kind of growing into its own thing now, uh, because of the awesome K-pop fans out there like us. Whee! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm catering. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna kind of go through PD's trip and, and all the music and things and people that he got to meet and see and talk to and, and, and kind of all these things. So. Where do we start, Petey? Where, where, where do you want to start in the epicness that was Petey's trip to, to K-pop Night Out so, and Japan Night Out? So I'll start with the fact that uh, 
the fact that I missed a I missed out on a perfume performance, which would have been fun, but uh, that was something else. Uh, but B, the fact that I, in order to attend this event, K-pop Night Out, mm-hmm. uh, I had to go to the uh, venue uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon and wait there till seven p.m. So, what what venue was this in in the it, great state of Texas? It's at the Elysium. Uh, on mm-hmm. 7th and Red River, uh, it's right there on 7th and Red River, pretty cool spot. It's pretty interesting, uh, venue, uh, to say the least. Kind of a, kind of a quintessential rock club as you one would expect, um, uh, you know, at or just off 6th Street, uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh, but it was, yeah, at the Elysium, both K-pop Night Out and Japan Night, oddly enough, were in the same space, uh, just on different days. Uh, mm-hmm. K-pop night out was Thursday night. Uh, and like I said, I had to be there at 2 PM, the hottest time of the day. <laughs> yeah. Sydney. So, um, I, I guess, uh, let, all right. So let's talk about the kind of the setup of, of what these shows were. Was it kind of just performed back to back by the groups? Was it, was it more structured, like the greatest concert you'll ever see, uh, you know, kind of style? Like what, what, what was the style of the setup for the performances? So like the actual shows themselves and both of them pretty much were just kind of just a, 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 a little festival. It was just, uh, a lineup of groups and they all mm-hmm. performed after, you know, they all performed, broke down the next group set up, they performed, broke down, next group set up, they, uh, broke down, you know, uh, set up, you know, uh, rinse and repeat. Uh, and for, as that was basically for both, uh, both shows. It's just, uh, I will have to say, so, uh, we'll start with K-pop Night Out. K-pop Night Out okay. was really cool and interesting because uh, there was there was a, there was a lot of crowd there at like two three o'clock in the afternoon uh, already. And, and did, did you get to meet a lot of K-pop fans? Uh, I met I, you know I made friends with a couple in line. Uh, I saw a lot of people that around there. Uh, like I said, I I entered to win a hat that I apparently won during the show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, got some stickers and stuff like that. I I met. One of the barber, one of the barberettes. Yeah, uh, that was pretty awesome. I saw that picture. Uh, it's actually in, uh, for those who don't want to have to, you know, follow PD because you're a fucking bastard. Uh, if you go down into the uh, Asian Junkie article that is in our our show notes, and you scroll on down here to the comments section, you'll see a big giant PD face down there with uh, one of the barberettes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Ann Wheeler, uh, which is yeah, she was she was cool. She was a cool chick. Uh, she mm-hmm. was the you know requisite English speaker of the group. She was kind of the the designated English speaker for the group. Um, and I I uh, cram pop were like this much this far away from me. Outside. <laughs> so how was that? How would like let let let's get this part out of the way. So let's get the cram. A majority so- of the reason Petey went there was to be in the same airspace as Cran Pop to breathe the air that they breathed. Yes. How was the air? Uh, it was sweet uh, and 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 salty, <laughs> with a little bit of like edge to it. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, because you know. A uh, little, you know, that that faint scent of soju, because you know yeah. th- them girls are thugs. 
they, they're the thug queens. Um, but uh, it, it was fantastic. So uh, one of the cool things that happened while we were, you know, we're not even in the show. We're just kind of waiting around was that Crayon Pop were filming a segment for Be Funny Studios. Uh, kind of a, a video for them. Of course, Be Funny Studios, I, I, if I, unless I'm wrong. Uh, were the same group that was behind, uh, What's Eating Steven Young. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, they were the, they were the same group, uh, with, you know, that, of course, featured Steven Young and, uh, our girl Dada, Dada, uh, aka Sundara Park. Um, and they were doing a video for them and it was, it was, it was kind of super fun kind of seeing them, uh, film the video and we all, we were all, everyone was scrambling to take pictures and whatnot and like they came out in their outfits, uh, they, you know, it was, it, it was super fun. And, uh, I took pictures of them. Um, Choa side eyed me during one of the <laughs> pictures. I don't know if you saw that picture. Uh, yeah, it was, so. it was wonderful. Um, and it, it was, it, it was just like, uh, it was so exciting. Like they're right there. Like they're right there. Look at it. Look. Ah, ah, Ellen. Choa. Way. Ah, me. So old. Uh, and I, I was, I was, I was a little silly. Uh, I, I, I behaved myself while they were there. I, I, I will give That's myself good. credit. I did, I didn't go, I didn't get goofy. I just calmly took pictures, mm-hmm. uh, and waved. Um, I, uh, and I, I feel I, I deserve credit for that. Uh, but beyond that, <laughs> beyond that, uh, once seven ish rolled around, Okay. We first of all, of course, they let in. They started letting people in. They let in all the badge people because they're special. Because yep. uh, they spent way too much money on us. God no. <laughs> <laughs> Them shits are like five thousand dollars. Fuck that shit. Like <laughs> fuck that noise. No. Uh, at most, I'd get a freaking wristband. Cause those you can get for like a couple hundred and that'll give you, that'll get you to a bunch of shows. Like that might, if you want to see a lot of shows, that might be worth it. But I'm, I'm not an industry insider. I don't need a fucking badge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to be at the panels. I don't need, no, no. Uh, but I I was with the plebes in the regular, just pay a cover line, uh, which we'll talk about. So yeah, the let in, uh, the ones with the badges, let in with the ones with wristbands. Uh, and then they started letting us, us, us regular folk in and, uh, it was just a cover charge. And how, how much, okay, looking at this lineup, how much would you pay to sit, to, to go in there and see this, all of this? Right. So you got Crampop, Epic High, uh, the, the Barbarettes were on this. Barbarettes, uh, E, Hitchhiker. Showing to hitchhiker you. Um, I don't know. I guess it, even in nosebleeds, you would think probably 40, 40, yeah, 20, 40, 40 range. Like really good seats, like, or like in, even like at a club, you pay like 50 or 60 for general admission. Yeah. Cover was $20. Nice. $20 to see. Take that, you bastard who spent $300. Yes. to see Crayon Pop and Epic High. Of course, it also involves five hours in the Austin, Texas sun. (laughs) Right. Because you said you had to line up at 2 p.m. 
Uh, hottest time of the day. Uh, for a show at seven? Seven. Uh, but it was worth it. Uh, and then the night started. Yeah. yeah. So who who performed first? Okay. So it's who, st- who was our opener? Yeah. So it started out uh really it started out with a really cool act uh, by the name of Eastern Sidekick. Uh, Eastern Sidekick are really cool, like garage rocky, uh, kind of like rock and roll ish type uh group that has a really cool sound. Uh. And they perform, yeah, they, they just kind of, you know, two guitars, a bass, and a drum. It's just cool, like, rock and roll sound. And they yeah. performed, they were freaking awesome. Like, they had a, just a really cool, like, tight set, uh, bunch of really cool songs. The singer was cool and, like, just, like, jumping around on stage and, like, being, like, a rock star and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking, if I remember correctly, yeah, this was he he this was the first stage dive of the first two days. Uh <laughs> not, well I guess not so much a stage dive. He found a dude that was wearing a cowboy hat, uh asked him to borrow said cowboy hat. Uh <laughs> so that was one thing. Uh one other thing he found a dude that was rocking out and enjoying the show and just like all right, told him to come closer. Uh and then proceeded to like from the stage Wrap his arms around, wrap his arm around him and jump down on him. <laughs> like, <laughs> jumped off the stage and just started rocking out with him with his microphone still singing. Uh, yeah. Very rock star. Yeah. Very cool. And then, but overall, it was just a really cool tight set. It was really cool performance. They, the, you know, mm-hmm. the music was awesome. The, the, the songs were performed really well. Like, they performed a, a, a tight. They, they were they were really skilled. Like uh, the song. I don't know what what else. I guess I don't know how much you was how much else I could describe it. Yeah, it right. was a lot of really cool moments. A lot of really cool music from them. Uh, and I and the, all right, so the, the key thing is also that the crowd was into them. And like right, like of course this is a, a crowd that I just got in. Uh, they've been waiting for hours, <laughs> you know, right. and they're there. T- and let's be honest, they're there to see Epic High and Cramp Pop. Right. And that's kind of who they're there for. Like, you know, they were, there was somebody that asking the people if they wanted to send message to a particular act, particular act that they were, uh, coming to see. And pretty much everyone said Epic High. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then maybe some, you know, said Cram Pop. Uh, you know, there were some K pop fans in the, in that crowd. Um, that's awesome yeah like there were k-pop fans and there were pop fans like there was a like a like a little like middle-aged lady that had a had a jacket like a, uh-huh. like a denim jacket with like patches of like every group she's seen live she had like bap patch big bang 21 fx nice. like every band you can think of she's apparently seen live and she has a patch on her like jacket uh you could probably see a picture of it on if you go to Moonrock News's Twitter, Moonrock News on Twitter. Uh, they should have a few pictures, including one of myself doing the doing the V's mm-hmm. <laughs> and and one of that jacket. Um, but yeah, this was a K-pop. So who was our Who was our next? Well, uh, uh, so before, I, uh, well, what I wanted to say was like there were K-pop group, but they 
they instead of kind of like just milling around, not really being interested in uh, this group, they were into the group. They they were like, all right, this is pretty cool. This is rocking, and they were supporting them and giving them energy. Uh, and equally as much, they were giving energy to the next group, uh, Asian Chair Shot. Uh, Asian Chair mm-hmm. Shot, like Eastern Psychic. I know we talked about Eastern Psychic before. Asian Chair Shot, uh, and I think we've even talked about this song. There's a video that, that I'm using as, a, as an example. But Asian Chair Shot was, was an interesting trip and an interesting follow-up because they were more like psychedelic, more 70s, like psychedelic rock, more, you know, kind of, moody you know jam rocky more like the doors uh more of that sound well more like uh a little bit more progressive a little bit more like muse but without the synths yeah like kind of the muse but without the synths kind of a little bit uh and and that was really cool and interesting that uh it they it kind of brought the the crowd into an interesting different mood uh and the performance was really cool uh you know the the kind of the lead singer being you know doing his like i'm odd and weird thing and uh but uh it it worked really well and i and i dug it like the the guitar work was really cool the songs were really well done like a lot not as not as tight a performance but more loose and like a flowy performance uh yeah but it overall it worked really well and it was a really cool like follow up to Eastern Sidekick and was was really cool it, it and it and it solidified and as, you know what I'll talk about kind of how how this uh how I'll talk about later how this doesn't fit with the K-pop night out name but I'm glad we got this instead of what would fit with the K-pop night out name a little bit, but uh, it was a nice, different so. sound, uh, and really, just really cool. Like uh, you remember, uh, we've talked about Asian Chair Shot before, haven't we? I think we have. I'm, I'm just, I don't think it was this song that we used, but I'm, I'm, I'm I want to say we have. Somebody will yeah. let us know. Most likely, T two T two will let us know that we we never talked about them and that we're idiots. But <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we have for now. Yeah. Um. What? And I have to ask you, seeing these two as like the opening two acts of the K-pop night out. What is your What is your reaction to this being how the night begins? These sounds. Um, I, I think, like you said, it, it, it doesn't fit in with what we know K-pop to be, but K-pop is at this point in life, just talking about anything coming from that side of the world that is Korean, you know? Um, and I think it's a lot, I, I think it's more interesting to have these different sounds and, and to, kind of lead people in with the things you aren't expecting right like so for the people who are there to see let you know let, 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 let's use the marks for example right for the people who are there to only see cram pop for the people who are there to only see epic high very much kind of almost like this um asian junkie article is laid out right like you would think the only thing that happened there was 
epic high and crayon pop in a sense, you know, because that's kind of all that they really present to you when you scroll through it really quickly. Um, so I feel like for the people there to give them something different, to give them something that they might not expect, which is almost essentially the idea behind this show that we do uh, behind Hollyjuku is to discover those things that aren't just on the surface, you know, um, I find really interesting and I think it's a really smart thing to do. Um, I loved the fact that, um, that, uh, uh, Eastern sidekick was involved in this, you know, I don't know much about Asian chair shot. And like you said, it's something really interesting. And now it's something I'm definitely going to check out, but that, moment where we kind of found Eastern Sidekick and, and learned more about them and discovered yeah. that music. That's the thing that it's kind of all about. And I think that's the thing that these things should be all about. Because yeah. sometimes you're going to have the person who comes there who is not a K-pop fan at all who's being dragged there by their friend. Maybe they're essentially more into rock music, you know, yeah. and they know they're going to go see this pop band and they go, they're going to see this hip hop group. Cause that's what their friend's been talking about. And while they're there, they get to see Asian side, Eastern sidekick and Asian chair shot. Yeah. And they're like, yo, that was awesome. Yeah. What, can we see more of that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I, um, I think yeah, those two definitely won over some fans. Uh, but definitely, uh, the next group won over, I think the biggest amount of fans, like one, <laughs> one over more of the fans hard. Yeah. Uh, the Barbarettes, the Barbarettes were the group that, like I said, I, I, I you know, I, I got to hang out with Shine and Wheeler, uh, outside of the, you know, outside the, the, the club. Cause she was around, you know, hanging around promoting and stuff like that. Um, they were absolutely delightful and adorable. And mm-hmm. they, they had the entire crowd in the palm of their hand. They had a full Elysium nightclub, like energized and, and ready to just rock out for them. Nice. Uh, and, uh, and I, I can only imagine there were some people that I, I could overhear talking about how much they had already liked them. Uh, because, you know, th- this, this is a fairly popular, you know, they have their, their cover of Be My Baby by the Ronettes that's fairly popular, uh, on YouTube, uh, nearing a million views, uh, which is nothing to sneeze at. But I'm going to say that there were quite a few people out there that probably did not know who they were, but the entire crowd was like absolutely just like dancing and, you know, singing on the songs and like rocking on the music, like energizing it. And, and they played, they, they rocked it out, uh, with the, with their tracks and they had a great energy. Uh, they were, they were fun and adorable and, uh, and had really fun moments. Like this was also the performance that, uh, spawned that inspired. <laughs> there was a moment in the crowd where, uh, we had a Dehan Ringuk chant, you know, mm-hmm. Dehan Ringuk. <laughs> Like <laughs> nice. it was, it was a, a amazing moment. Uh, it was, it was so much fun. Like, uh, one of the, one of their songs is called Kimchi. And then they, they preface it by, by talking about how there's three things people ask you or uh, that people ask when you're, you know, a, a visitor in Korea. It's like, do you like, uh, bulgogi? <laughs> uh, do you know Sai? And then that inspired them to do a little like, Gundam style dance, which was absolutely adorable, uh, while the band played like a little impromptu cover for like, like five seconds. And, and that was a fun little moment. And then like, and then they said, do you like kimchi? And then like, 
And then they played the song. And they had so many great, like, old, you know, like the, those classic Americanas uh, tracks. And it was so much fun. Uh, such a fun performance. Awesome. And like I said, they won over the crowd, like, big. Like, this was like. I mean, I. I I could see the Barbarettes doing well, but but the way you're saying, like, of all these acts, you know, you, with with them kind of in the center um, of 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 the openers, and then you know the acts that everyone is there to see, and to say that they just grabbed that crowd and made it theirs is freaking awesome. And I love, you know, it. I loved it because that that was like I, I was so glad that that they did uh, because uh, they they deserve it because they're. They're just fun and adorable, and and I, and I I love them. Like they, they're doing some really great fun songs, and uh, I'm just I'm, I was just so happy for them. Um, yeah, everybody go check out the Barbarettes, because uh, they I I love them, I adore them. Uh, but moving on to other cool, uh, or, and of course, uh, go check out. This is of course I've we I've talked about many times like their performance on on Immortal Songs, which is fantastic. I'm gonna put that in the show notes. Go check out the stuff. Uh, the other you know, the next interesting act E E, uh, Big okay. E and Little E, <laughs> uh, making up E E. They were the the next I think the first really out there performance. Um, because they're this like wild experimental electronic deantward stylized you know uh, you know a billion other explorations uh hip hop uh, as well like group that it mixed like they had you know mixed dance you know modern dance and hip hop and like electronic sounds and like uh you know really odd crazy per, you know performance art feel to it like it, it i i don't know how best to describe it it's just so many really like cool visual elements to it like the, all the like little e and like the two the three no the two uh dancers uh well they had three dancers two of the dancers had like a like a face paint mask that was all like glittery mm-hmm. and then they had like the 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 male uh dancer that had the face paint gla- uh, like uh paint yeah I'm checking this out this is really like kind of weird and cool yeah like uh, it just sounded so cool the visual elements were so cool like the the dancers put on some really cra- crazy awesome cool performances like i'm pulling out like like modern dance and like isos and like popping and locking and some break dancing and like uh the the one dude was also shirtless and uh had some like abs and like you can you can hear like the the high-pitched excitement <laughs> from the crowd <laughs> it's like so I was like, I, 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 I almost joked like we, we kind of almost had our own like magic mic moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this performance was that took it up into a different level as far as like, like, uh, interesting visuals and interesting music, like going from like an Amer- American, American, not American, Americana, uh, to like electronic hip hop weirdness. Uh, and it has some really cool tracks like, the they they were odd but just super fun and the performance was just so tight uh and it was just so good uh awesome yeah, yeah like this is definitely like this is something i've never heard of so this is like totally awesome and cool like to to kind of see this and hear this like 
yeah. and and find out what this group is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. E. Check them out. They're, they're just a really cool group. Uh. I, I need to make haste. Uh. But next up was another thing that I think uh, I was anticipating and not quite knowing what to expect. Uh. Which is Hitchhiker. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people will remember his video for, uh, 11. And a lot of people might know that he's a kind of a, a longtime producer for SM. Um, uh, you know, uh, one of the kind of their, their, their people behind the scenes that has worked, you know, on, on, on a bunch of tracks for a bunch of their people. Uh, and I think nobody really knew what to expect for his live performance. And right. now I will say that. I was spoiled coming into the performance uh, as to what it was going to be because when Roberto Viegas got a chance to see him perform as an opening act for uh, Perfume uh, on the oh, show the previous okay, okay. night. Uh, and he kind of gave me a, an idea of what to expect, uh, but I, I wasn't quite sure. Uh, and all in all, it was him in kind of a real-life version of the suit you see there, like the hazmat space alien suit thing mm-hmm. um and he basically dj'd <laughs> okay, he, okay he had uh, a, a dj setup which he worked on and fixed uh before his set in a kind of a he he, he had gone out to like check on his setup in a hoodie with a with a cover for his face because <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the whole i am a secretive uh electronic producer dj guy no one can see my face uh you know he's doing that thing so it was just okay whatever um and then you know you can like you know he came out in that outfit which it was that 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 club was hot like i I don't (laughs) understand how he didn't just pass out in the middle of like i don't understand how he didn't just like keel over like 15 minutes into his set uh, but, or like 10 minutes into his set. Uh, but he just kind of DJed. He just kind of played with beats and played with sounds. And it was like just basically a club. At, at that point, it was just a club. Like we were just at the club, just like <laughs> we were at Ultra or some shit, like just jamming. And we were just like, nice. I like it. Uh, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and, and it was fun and interesting. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't know what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised by what I got. Um, I, uh, and then of course, all right. So that was that. And that brings us to, I think, what, what, uh, everybody was there to see more or less, you know, you, there's, there's kind of no way around it, but to say like, this is the thing everyone was here to see was cram pop and epic high. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's just get it out there. How was Cram Pop? Was it everything you expected it to be? It was. Did you choose your pants? No. Uh, but I peed in a trough, which was which is an <laughs> interesting experience. But that I'll, I'll, uh, that's for another time. Yeah. I that that and there there was no door to uh-huh. the toilet. <laughs> there was a wall that only reached like just above your knee when you're sitting down. Yeah. And then the edge of the trough 
and when I say a trough, I mean an up, you know, like a like a sink, but really long really? one. I don't know if you've ever been to a ball a, a ballpark. Oh was yeah, no, I know. Right to the front of your knee. So if there were three people peeing, somebody was peeing right here, like right here, and you were looking at the back of them, and they knew you were back there taking a dump, and like, all right, but moving on, cramp. Yes, okay, yeah, cramp pop. That's what we're here to talk. We're not here to talk about peeing or pooping. You know, we're talking about popping, cramp popping. Um, cramp pop. I was so excited for this. Everybody was hyped. Everybody had their 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 phones and hand ready to deploy uh to get them fan cams as as uh evidenced by this uh ready for their performance so uh cram pop uh before we get into that cram pop came out and this started right away with oi uh yeah with oi uh and it just played a fantastic set it was just all the songs that we wanted to hear uh, is just fun. It was a great performance. They they had mics in hand and were singing, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, you know, it, it, which is crazy to say that, but they are kind of a pop group and they are kind of a ostensibly at least tangentially an idol group. Yeah. Uh, so it is cool to see that in, in from somebody like from somebody in that uh, spectrum. Uh, but it was so much fun and the pop jishis, uh, were representing the fan chants were represented. Uh, they were there for sure. Like they, there was fan chants for all the songs. I mean, except for the, for the new song, because it's a new song, but, uh, the fan chants were there. Cause I, I, I had vowed that I was going to fan chant no matter who was there, no matter if anybody else was fan chanting. But I didn't have to worry because there were people there representing and I was there among them. We were nice. we were loud and proud pop jashis. Uh and I and I, I and I, I believe the girls appreciated that. Awesome. Uh and then of course they debuted their new track, uh FM. I got to it's, I got to listen and watch them perform this track for the before anybody else on the planet, which was awesome. Like, right. like this is just with the with the with the with the and the and the thing and and then they and then they did the thing and then we we, we they sent this the, 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 the dance and then did this did the, the, the song and it, it was it was fun um and yeah. 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 Um the song the new song was just awesome. The new song is really cool. Like the the I'm I'm seeing some complaints and the reason people are complaining is dumb. Uh because the reason they're complaining is that they're saying, uh lawyer you know, they're saying, you know, you should probably lower your expectations because it just kinda sounds like a TRA song. I'm like there's a lot worse things you can be than a t- than a Tiara song. Tiara <laughs> song Tiara puts out bangers. You know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, come on. And, and you know what? That's a, that's, that's a positive for this. This, this had so many of the elements that, cause it's Shinsadong Tiger, uh, who has worked with Tiara before and he brings a lot of the really great elements over to Crayon Pop style, but it's definitely a Crayon Pop style song and, uh, dance and, uh, 
style concept. Uh, and it's just such a good song. Uh, did you, did, uh, are you getting a chance to see the, the, the fan cam? Yeah, so, so I, I watched, um, I watched all the fan cams earlier while we were, uh, kind of where we were talking. There were some moments that you'll notice I'm quiet. Uh, and I was kind of watching them earlier. Um, and I, I don't know. I thought the, the cram pop sets were really, really good. They looked really tight. They looked really fun. They, they, you could tell they, those dances weren't meant for such a small space yes. <laughs> and they probably had to work on them a little bit, but it looked like it was an amazing time. I was also uh, a couple of moments trying to see if I could see you from this, uh, yeah. from this shot. Area. I was, I was to the uh, left. I was to the left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you probably was uh, not on camera. I would, I was wearing this hat so you would be able but, to see me. From from what I saw, like this looked like an awesome fun set from Current Pop, and it, yeah. it sounded like everybody who was there was really really into it. All right. Uh, last but not least, of course, the the final act that performed that night uh, was of can course I, Epic High. Can I, can I say something about this article though? Yeah. Somebody is an Epic High mark. <laughs> because this the epic high set is filmed from beginning to end and posted you know like just kind of exactly like they did the introduction they did everything else whereas the cramp up sets are just kind of the songs and you're just like all right okay <laughs> um but this epic high set dude looks amazing i like i watched kind of the introduction and 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 uh, uh bridge khalifa uh but that introduction looked like it was just so much fun oh they God. just like came out and they were like you're going to be hype because yeah. it is fucking epic high we know you're here to see us so yeah. from the perspective of being there how hype did it get oh it was hype as fuck it was hype as fuck like it was just so fantastically fun uh <laughs> tableau trying to get trying to get at that soju um uh it was so much fun like it was it was it was it was a, just a classic hip-hop concert it was just a classic hip-hop show um it was just uh, it's just so much like the, the the songs were awesome the performances were awesome like uh you know tableau was able to kind of just hype the crowd uh, you know, being, being able to, you know, you know like, he, he, you know, he played with the crowd and it was just so much fun. Like, Mithrogen was hilarious. DJ Two Cuts was hilarious when he would just, yeah. like, he had his moments where he'd just, like, jump out in front and start dancing and, like, <laughs> Tableau looking at, looking at him like he's gonna beat his ass. Like, like no, stop it. <laughs> and and Two Cuts is like, I don't care. Play the goddamn dancing. music. <laughs> Get back there and start. Get back there. Uh, he, he kicks him off the stage at one point, like, uh, which was hilarious. Like, uh, it's just so much fun. Like, Epic High's performance just had me. Like, by the end of it, it had me exhausted, uh, soaking wet, and just uh, satisfied. Like, uh, you know they 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 attacked us with water bottles, which is which was fun. Like yeah, you know they're yeah. just going hip hop as hell. Uh, but yeah, it's just so good. Um, right. So so really quick before we run out of time on our borrowed set, let's kind of go over some of the highlights of Japan Night. Yes. For you. Uh, so let's quick quickly talk about Japan Night because it's not to be undercut, which is a it, it was a really fun night. So 
K-pop night was uh, was one night. J-pop, uh, uh, not J-pop, because J-pop was not really represented at all. Japan night. Uh, sure. It's their 20th anniversary. Uh, this is something that's been going on for a while. A uh, couple of things. Uh, it not quite as much like lining up early, but once the show started, it was, I would say, almost as packed as mm-hmm. K-pop Night Out. It's just nobody lined up early to with the intention of seeing them make the headliners or anything like that. But right. it was, it, you know, it was a $10 cover. So it's like, Somebody must have done. Hey, there's a show of like music with for ten bucks. I'm like, okay, cool, and go there and get some drinks <laughs> and check out the music. But you want to come watch music? It's only going to cost you ten dollars. Really? All right, I'll come watch. But <laughs> yeah, there was definitely you know the, the Japan Net crowd was there representing too as well. Um, so a couple of things, and uh, the really fun part was the MC for the evening. Uh, in between in between sets was none other than one Vincent four hundred four. Roberto Villegas. Uh, nice. He was in charge with introducing the acts. Uh, he he would, he did a fantastic job. Uh, the only I, I I love the man, but he did all of it from the sound tech booth rather than from on stage. <laughs> did he did he do the like the radio DJ thing where he's like he our setup is over here, but that setup is over there? So like, hey, okay, turn around. Turn, no, he okay, didn't. He no, just talked. Look at me for a second. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, like it was. He just kind of talked. He just kind of and 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 uh, I think Bryce and I. I, don't, I think maybe oh, it was Chris Ronan, our buddy Chris Ronan, who joked that it's like he, he was like uh, the the classic stripper strip club. Uh, set up mm-hmm. he was up there like next the on the stage is candy it's like <laughs> uh, candy's like, from minnesota and she likes to party <laughs> remember to tip her guys <laughs> feed my frankenstein uh <laughs> I don't know why that is the stripper song that I, I chose. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that goes to show that neither one of us have been to a strip club. I have. And that's a sad thing. I've, I've been I've, to I've only club. been in one for maybe 30 seconds. But this wasn't a strip club. This was this Japan, was Japan night. night. Um, so it had a this one, if you want to talk about a diverse setup, this one had a diverse lineup. Like it started out with, uh, oh God, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to lose the name. Uh, because I didn't bother to translate. Uh, ma, oh, dang it, ma, I'm gonna uh, live translate. Basically, whatever you know, the the first half of uh the fir- the part uh before Madoka Magica, whatever that yeah. part of the Madoka Magica <laughs> instead of Madoka Magica. You know, that whole name, put Ni Naritai. Right. And that's okay. the name of this group. Uh, I'll put it, I'll, I'll put it in the caption. Uh, they, they were, they were an odd group to say the least. It was this, okay, so this was a weird, uh, audio visual experience. They had a big, like, sheet, uh, on stage that they projected this whole, like, 8-bit imagery stuff on that here they just use a little TV. Um, like, and it was the the singer, uh, and then there was the female singer, mm-hmm. but not really singer. Uh, who's uh, they have a backstory because apparently she the the girl was cursed by a witch 
so therefore she cannot speak. And that's okay. Why she, but she can sing. But she 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 didn't sing at all during the performance. <laughs> she she was lip syncing like, like but whatever. Um, but this was this weird punk rocky metal odd like the dude was like doing like new metal screams and it was it was okay. <laughs> it was it was the, kind of the classic like this is a really weird thing from Japan. It's from Japan, therefore we understand that it's weird. Like no, it's just weird. <laughs> Weird is weird no matter what. Like, like no matter what. It's just weird and like not performed well. And like the singer doesn't know how to sing. Also, he looks like a like the Japanese UJ suck. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble. What's next on this on this docket for this show? Uh, so I I'll, I'll set that aside. It was okay. It was uh, it had an energy to it, but it's not the best. Uh, I, I did like the mixed media stuff, but the, they they need to be better musicians. <laughs> uh, but moving on to a group that actually did really cool, uh, a really cool set and actually did impress me. Samurai Dynamites, uh, a really cool, like, I, there's like no videos of that for them on the internet. There's like this one that's from five years, from like six years ago, but they were a really fun, impressive, like, m- mixed genre, really cool, like, uh, pop punk sound. Uh, the, you know, the lead singer plays an accordion and they have a saxophone. Uh, but they, they're, they're really good musicians and the sound is really cool and like they're super Japanese. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about But in all the before, best yeah. ways. Uh, they're super awesome. Like they, they just have a really cool sound. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I imagine we've talked about them before. Like, they had the, they had the whole crowd like you know energized and having fun. At this point, it this is where uh, it started to fill in nice and good with the crowd, and they had uh, you know fun energized crowd. And yeah, I, they they definitely impressed me like with their sound. Like it, it had a cool like uh, I I don't recognize that guy. I think this is <laughs> this is weird because this is like a six year old video, and maybe they had different people, but I think he looked differently. Uh, but yeah. That Samurai Dynamite's definitely impressed uh, with their uh, with their sound uh, and had a really great energy. Um, and then they were followed up by <laughs> they were followed up just jumping from that to uh, American like country music like uh, American America. I keep trying to say American Rana Americana country music. <laughs> I'm we're, we're, I'm here for wrestling, and I, I have right. beyond wrestling in the brain. Amer- Americana country sound uh, from Pirates Canoe. Okay, um, they, they had they were a previous uh, attend you know a previous showcasing act at South by Southwest uh, in a kind of more of a compact uh, group, and they had promised to come back with their full group, uh, and they did, and they they came back with their kind of their full lineup, their full set. And they were really cool and fun and impressive. Like the the songs were really cool. The the, the song they just had a really a nice tight sound. Uh, the slide guitar work was really cool. Like uh, the uh, it had had a like you know it had it had just a, a great mood to it. Like hmm. like it, it was I think a per, I think a perfect kind of. Uh, an odd follow up, but a kind of a, I guess a, a good calm follow up. Yeah. Just like the create, you know, kind of the energy of Samurai Dynamite. Uh, 
it had you know a kind of calming effect but they were still a fun group and they had a great sound and uh, i think i don't know if he was familiar with it. i think they may have won over our buddy bryce uh uh our buddy bryce castillo he ended up buying their cd and their t-shirt uh and like if i if they had taken credit i probably would have done the same as well <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah i think they, they were really cool and really really cool and impressive um, and then they were followed up with another kind of, again, another shift in sound to the, what uh, is described as chill wave, um, the fin. Uh, the yeah, fin. I, I was listening to, the, like, I, I clicked on this earlier and I really, really enjoyed this. So, yeah. like, how was their live show? Their live show was really cool. Like, it was, it was, it had, it was, it was, it was, tight it was they performed really well like they're, they're uh they performed together really well they they was really cohesive it was really chill like but still kind of cool and like it was evocative it was very like 80s evocative like it was like uh had a, a bit of nostalgia to that as well like it was a cool like set and uh you kind of could just like groove and uh, groove to it out there in the crowd like everybody was just kind of like groove into it uh yeah it was it was really cool like i was impressed like i'm i walking away from that i i end up thinking like i i really want to check this group out like just yeah uh, this is definitely like i'm gonna say this now you're gonna hear more from them on holly because <laughs> i am definitely feeling this yeah like this is just a uh just a cool sound like the the 80s vibe of it uh with mm-hmm. some of the other stuff was just really cool um and then that was followed up with, uh, again, bringing up Bryce Castillo, our buddy Neshcom, uh, the provider, I should mention, the provider now of our theme song and outro music, which I haven't mentioned on the show, but, uh, if we should, you should check out, if you like our intro and you like our outro, check out Mercury Counter. It is a fantastic record, uh, but from our buddy Nesh Complex. Uh, awesome. but this was the group that definitely he was most hyped to see, this duo. Uh, Mo Moon. Mo Moon was really good. Like, like, I, you know, Bryce had been hyping them for a while now and they, he'd been mentioning them and I'd been meaning to check out like their live performances and whatnot. Like, cause they have like their, they have a monthly live performance on their like YouTube channel that they oh, have like, cool. like, and they do like really cool like covers and whatnot. And they just have a really great, like, like, positive sound <laughs> like the biggest thing that i would say about mo moon is how much of like their sound uh, how much of their style is influ- is, is so positive <laughs> like and then like uh, it, it, they do some like dreamy stuff and then they also did like some of their new songs which was had like more of an electronic influence to it um but like overall it, it was just like an uplifting set it was you know everybody was like happy and like like the 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 performance was fun and energetic like it just brought everybody up even for like a group that does a kind of a more mellow sound and more simple Mm -hmm. sound it brought everybody up It, it, it still managed to bring everybody up in like uh in mood and in 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 feel like uh, you know, the, the, the singer interacted with the audience and everybody was just having fun. Everybody was like giving back the, the group energy. The group was giving energy back. Like 
uh, it was just so much fun. Like the, the Mo Moon, I, I am certainly going to keep <laughs> listening to more Mo Moon. I may go and I, I think this now incites us that we have to have Bryce on again to talk about them and explain what what is so great about them. Yes, uh, we need to have Netscom on on the show again, uh, and I will be possibly filling a basket with uh, for, on Yes Asia full of stuff, including Mo Moon. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, that was followed up by Quorum, which were, were interesting there. I, I, I can't say that I was terribly, uh, moved by them. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of a, you know, Hey, we're, uh, we're, we're like a throwback to the late seventies, early nineties rock and roll, like Van Halen, with a kind of a, a odd mix of Van Halen and like late Led Zeppelin and like <laughs> fucking uh, and like uh, the guitarist wears tight jeans and has long blonde hair and has a <laughs> has a denim jacket with no shirt on and like uh, the bases, but like uh, it, but all with all that, considering all that, they actually were really impressive from a technical standpoint. The guitarist, for his like gimmickiness of his like long blonde hair and his like shirtlessness and whatnot, uh, mm-hmm. is a incredibly tight guitarist. The bassist was like just jamming out, like just pulling out bass solos, and like the drummer had like his drum solos, and they they were just like. We're just gonna jam out and be crazy and like do solos left and right, uh, which is cool and fun. And and I think in a live setting was perfect. I can't say that I'm going to really seek them out because like I can always just you know Led Zeppelin records still are available <laughs> in uh, Van Halen, but it's Japanese. It's different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what, what is our what is our last group? Here? And then the main event was was a fantastic, a fun performance. First of all, it was a super energetic performance. Second of all, it was a second night in a row where the main, a headlining act uh, attacked the crowd with bottled water. Uh, <laughs> and third of all, it was the second night in a row where we had a crowd a crowd da- uh, dive, <laughs> where uh, the lead singer of this group took it upon herself to actually stage dive. She actually called everybody. Like, hey, get over here! I want to fly. <laughs> and she's like, she just dove back, and we, she had her guitar in hand, like, and was still like playing, and like they were the the bass and the the drums on stage were playing, and like, and then they, she was just on the stage, and then you know, eventually made it back, and it took her to like I think the encore to even notice that in all that one, her top string got reshifted off. Off axis, because I was looking, and that was one of the things I noticed. And she was like tuning her guitar, like weird. And then she just went on performing. It's like your your string, it's 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 shifted. And then like during the encore, she knows. Oh, okay, <laughs> she did it. And uh, she just didn't care. She was just like jamming out. And then they, they were just a fun group. They just had crazy fun energy. This was the group. Uh, you want to tell them like talk about like. A group that was quirky, fun, weird, and had great energy. Yeah. You know, that first group, they had all that, but they were kind of sloppy and weird and had, their music wasn't great. This, they were that, Sushi Mommy Day, I should say. Sushi Mommy Day were that, but they were tight and they could play music. Like, 
they could play music and they were playing live and singing live and like it was a better musical performance overall just in general uh just in general like just a better musical performance um and it was just so fun and rock and roll like it right. was just so impressive uh and it was a i think it was a uh, again leaving me <laughs> exhausted soaking wet and energized nice. just like k-pop night out i think that yeah. is like that is i think the where you get the comparison between the two nights uh but that was a fantastic japan night um that's awesome yeah. So that I mean that essentially wraps up K-pop night out Japan night um any any final thoughts on this experience All right so I liked so Japan night is awesome and fun I love it, it it's just it is it, what it is and the creature that it is is so great because it is it is full on just about uh here is a bunch of really great music from Japan. All mm-hmm. of it, different genres, different styles, di- you know, different, you know, uh, points of view. Um, you're going to get a great cross section. Uh, it is, uh, our buddy Vincent 404 likes to call it the, the most promoted secret of South by Southwest. Uh, because, you know, and there's a reason everybody, there's a reason that everybody once they go, they spent the you know all that time. They spent so much time trying to tell people like, "Hey, you should check out Japan Night." Hey, you should check out Japan Night. And and that was from you know I got that from Vincent Four Four and uh, for that reason and and what's the main reason that motivated me for to go to South by Southwest? Because uh, like once I had always been meaning to want to check out Japan Night, and that was the core uh, impetus for me wanting to check out music rather than rather than interactive like I'd done before. Uh, yeah. And then once K-pop Night Out grew to what it was, it kind of added up Just to solidify that, like solidified. that you have to be there for for South by Southwest music more than you need to be there for interactive because yeah. this is going to be essentially the thing that you want to be there for. Yeah, or, and uh, even though I guess interactive is interactive is fun because they have the gaming expo, but medium. Like, <laughs> uh, and honestly, uh, it made me realize that wow, I kind of there's. I want to do all of it because <laughs> there's a gaming yeah. expo and then there's like this. Wait, maybe one day when we have that Patreon money for Hollyajuku and we're, yeah, we'll we're start a Patreon. rolling in, rolling in fat checks and yeah. growing nipple hair. We'll be like, man, yeah. just spend three weeks in Texas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Japan, that was just fantastic. Great energy, great lineup, uh, and a great cross section of Japanese music. And then K-pop night out. I really enjoy what his it is growing to. Uh and the article in the Asian Juggy the article they they talk about how it, it you know they wanted more of a true to K-pop uh representation where I kind of disagree. I kind of saw it the lineup itself as I think it would be more, and, and it actually kind of did have that name this sub, with the subtitle being K-pop Night Out. It would be more, more apt to say that it was like it was Korean Night. Um, and in fact, it was technically so. Uh, eventually, they they had a second show which I didn't get to, a chance to sh- go to because it was on the same night as Japan Night. But they, mm-hmm. you know, uh, K-pop Night Out was actually uh, Korean Night One, K-pop Night Out, and then Korean Night Two the following night at another place. 
was called Soul Sonic, and that one was more the indie stuff. It had the Solutions, who I love, and a bunch of other acts. I, I think like YB were there maybe, but a bunch of other acts which acts were which were fantastic. A bunch of indie acts. So like the idea of these of of it being Korea night more than K-pop night out, if anything, is something that I think is is definitely is definitely the right way for them. I think um, they'll ha- they can have the I think the fact that K-pop the K-pop establishment is willing to you know export an act to this and they have the resources to get a headlining act like Epic High or or Crayon Pop or you know in previous years FX or Hyuna or J Park they can have a headlining act that they can put on the top of the marquee. And then support that with a great cross section of different genres, uh, akin to what you get from J- Japan Night. Uh, I, it's just, I, I, that's the right direction right there. Like, here's your K pop, but here's some other great Korean music. Like, here's a great cross section of Korean music. Like, and I think overall, uh, it was, it, it's growing in the right direction just in three That's years. All. Like, like yeah. this is the third year. Um, yeah, I think overall it was a great couple of days of music. Uh, I think I'm, I, uh, next year, like, I want to go because, like I said, if, if anything, I, I've said before with cons and I extend it to other things, if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing twice. So I hope to do it again next year. Obviously, next year uh, is my plan to do to actually fly to Korea. So everything is built off of what can be done after you know that is set aside and planned out and budgeted. But I, I, I'm I'm excited uh, whether I'm attending or not to see where it goes from here, where how mm-hmm. it expands, how it expands to being Korea nights. You know, day, you know, night one and two, and like it did, you know, if they flesh it out and make it more formalized, like where it's like they do have the more pop night or the, and then the more indie night or the more the headline night and the kind of the, the, the cool start, you know, the, the, the more indie night, you know, it's, it's going to be cool to see it. And of course, Japan night lived, lived up to the expectations. It was just fantastic. Thank you. And that, yeah. That's it. I think that ties a nice little bow on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll probably talk about some few other things in next week's show, but I mean, essentially it it everything seems like it just became this more awesome experience. And I mean, I I think I have to agree with you that at some point in this ever-growing medium we're going to have to drop the word pop from K-pop yeah. because <laughs> it it encompasses all kinds of things um hip you know because even hip-hop is under the pop and sometimes it just doesn't belong there yeah. uh and it just should be korean music yeah because like point, you know the k-pop like the the show that i experienced i i think i could bring anybody to that show and they would have been like that was a fantastic show. Those were fantastic groups and they would be impressed because there was something for everybody and, and there, you know, it just had a great crossover appeal. And then like Mm -hmm. Japan night is just another uh, fantastic showcase of music that I think 
I, I'm going to t- constantly tell people about like, just cause do you like crazy, fun, awesome indie music of different genres? Go see Japan night. It, it, you're, you're not, it's not, you know, it, there's, isn't that hard of a barrier to entry? Like it, there are, there's going to be something you might like in Japan night. There's gold in them, their hills, as, uh, our buddy, uh, Brett Hibbard would say, uh, on both night. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to how things grow going forward. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Maybe next year we'll we'll host K- K-pop night out. God. Uh, maybe? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. We can bring back a can- cram pop. <laughs> Suddenly there's yeah. there's games where where that involve uh uh so you'll having to hug me, you know, just all right, let's uh, let's end this before I before right. I turn to turn into bad things. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again, as always, for enjoying the show known as Hollyjuku. Uh, you found this show, so I don't need to tell you how to find this show. But if you want other people to find this show, go over to the little thing in iTunes, rate and star whatever i don't know what you do on itunes because i don't use that shit um but you could do that uh you could also go and catch us on stitcher and if you just want to show people an awesome place where we collect all of our thoughts go over to kpoppodcast.com or hollyjuku.com or just go over to rebelli podcast rebelli.net what is it dot com rebelli.net it's- I've confused myself. Oh no, I'm in a box. Um, Rebelli.net to check out all the other shows, such as Record Breakers and the Fan Impact Wrestling Podcast, which I'm pretty sure will have a lot of content coming up in the coming weeks. Yes. A nice crazy live. But- We're going to have to try to figure out the schedule, but the crazy live night. Uh, but that's it. He's King yep. Kaz. I'm Petey Rave. About that me slash PD Rave, about that me slash King Kaz, for all the things that we do that are separate from this on the internet, you can find them there. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Good night, good luck. Well, didn't I tell you, don't you know? FM, 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 you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>